Hi there. Welcome to Take the Stage, the podcast for speakers on the speaking life. We're going to dive into what it means to run a speaker business, how to get booked, how to keep your records, how to create messages that matter and make a difference. I'm Mary Snyder. I'm your host. I'm so excited you're here, and I'm here to help you take the stage. Hey there, today we're talking about a hot button topic, something that I have some pretty strong opinions on for various reasons. We're talking virtual summits. Should you or shouldn't you? Now, before we dive into today's episode, I want to remind you of a couple of things. TakeTheStagePodcast.com is where you'll sign up for my email list. Click on that resources button. Number two is, are you in the Facebook group, Take the Stage Speakers? If not, head over there. It is where we do life together, me and you. This is the place that I created for you, for the speakers. Speakers like me, speakers who are looking for connection and community. And number three is a reminder that I help brands tell stories. It's something I don't talk about a whole lot, but I thought, why not? It's something I love doing. I help them create call to actions. I help them figure out the stories that will get their people moving, get them out of their seats, get them to go, get them to give, get them to sponsor. That's a part of what I do. So if you know anybody that I can serve, or if you're a part of an organization that I can serve, please reach out to me. I'd love to chat with you about that. So let's get into this virtual summit discussion. Now, virtual summits really hit an all-time high in 2020. Well, and we know why. We were all stuck at home. We were bored out of our ever-loving minds, and we were trying to find things to do. Virtual summits were on the ride. Courses went like crazy. Everyone was buying courses, learning how to do new things. I should have taken one on gardening, y'all, because that's my new thing, and I didn't. But I bet you there's a course out there for me. But let's get back to virtual summits. Why do I struggle with virtual summits? Well, I'm going to be honest because oftentimes it is more about collecting email addresses and growing lists than it is about delivering benefit. Now, I said often, not always. So don't come at me. I know this is going to be a little controversial. I have a few questions to ask. Now, another thing is sometimes the virtual summit wants to own your content because they will be reselling it. So understand as a gifted content creator, communicator, what you are giving away. So if you have this great proprietary thing you teach, like I have Master Your Message and Activate, and I now have a new thing called Story Spire, I have these three very proprietary things I teach. I'm not going to do that in a summit and give it to you that you can resell it over and over. That's just not smart business. But let's get into more than that. So let's talk about the virtual summit. Now, I also want to pause and tell y'all, I do virtual workshops for all manner of organizations. I love doing them. It is something I enjoy. I just was doing one with Redemption Press. They had a conference uh, called Greater Things, and I was able to jump in at the last minute and I had the opportunity to be involved. I love that. I love 
the virtual setting. Not as much as I love the in-person stuff. Just holding up my hand, testifying, I love to see you face to face. So let me ask you, I want you to think about these questions today. If a virtual summit is something that is on your radar, I want you to think about this. Number one, are you saying yes because you're just happy that you got asked? And that's okay. Are you saying yes because you have little speaking experiences and this is an opportunity? And the answer is, that's okay. It's a great way to kind of work out something. Just be mindful of what you're giving away. And it's a great testing ground and training ground. So let's start with the host of the summit. Who is he or she? I really want you to look at the person that will be hosting this because it is their name that you are aligning your character to. Follow me. Not just this one workshop. This is your character. This is your reputation. You're putting your reputation on the line with this person. And you're saying, I agree with their stand. I agree with their theology. I agree with the things that she or he believes and discusses. So think about that. Do your research, do your deep dive, and you may even have some questions. And there's nothing wrong with saying, well, I would love to just have a brief discussion um, with you about this, about us, about our alignment. The second thing I want you to think about is, is this a fit for you? Does the overall topic fit you? I was asked to speak at a virtual summit that was all about parenting. Now, I'm a parent. I'm even a grandparent. But it's not a topic that I talk on. I used to years and years ago. But it's not something that I speak on now. So I thank them and I said, this is just not a fit for me. Is the topic a fit for you? Does it fit within what you discuss, what you do in what God's called you to do? Maybe you speak on overcoming adversity. Maybe you speak on the joy of hospitality, and this is a marketing conference. Is that a fit for you? Think about how you fit into the topic and the audience. If this person that is leading is really an audience of people that want to start their own business, and you really speak to young moms, is that a fit for you? And what will you bring to this audience? What is the benefit you are serving? What is the problem you will solve for this audience? And we're going to pause after this one. And what do you receive from this work? Will you be paid? Will you get email leads? And are they the right email list? Will you have an opt-in, a lead magnet or something? Maybe you have a coaching thing that you do, or you have a group that you start, or you have a membership, or you just want to get booked to speak, will you have an opportunity to talk about this in the setting? Now, I want to pause here because why I want to pause at this point is I want to talk about getting paid. It is very few virtual summits that pay you, and many ask you to sing for your supper. And what I mean by that is... When I was asked to do my first virtual summit, it was COVID, and I was so excited to be speaking to anyone for anything, anywhere. I did not do my homework. I did not take my own advice and do my homework. I dove straight in. 
And then I realized that they wanted me to market this heavily to my people. I don't do that. So I said, I'm sorry, this is not a fit for me. If you need me to go, I will, but I won't market something that is free. But if you do this, it's $47. And if you want the recordings, it's $97. And if you want the recordings and a brass band to come to your house and play, it's $197. I don't know that that last thing was ever an option. I just threw that in. (laughs) So, but there was always a, it's free, but... And then you can have this, but if you want more. So it was this whole series. And it's Marketing 101. I get it. But that's not what I do with my audience. So I said no. And when they said market, they didn't mean put it up one time that I'm going to be there. And here is a code. If you sign up, I get a dollar. It was, we want you to post this every day for the four weeks or three weeks leading up to this summit. No, thank you. All right, let's go back to the topic. And let's say everything's in alignment. They're not wanting you to push. This is working for you. Is this something that you're passionate about? Because you will be asked to promote it. Is it something you're proud to put your name on? Because if you're going to an event that is selling tickets, it is very common to be asked to talk about it. And again, not posting every day and pushing people. It's just, hey, I'm at this thing. I would love to see you there. You heard me say that about Speak Up coming up in July, a few episodes ago. And you heard me say that about Christian Communicators Conference. I'm going to be at both of those opportunities. I love both of those conferences. I think the world of both of those conferences. And I would love to see your face at one, if not both, of those conferences. I'm speaking there. It's what I want to do for them. I want to promote, but it's not required. And is this a conference, a summit that you will enjoy? Look at the other people speaking. Go back to, are you in alignment? Is this a topic of passion for you? Is this a topic that the people that already follow you, that already are listening to you, And it could be five, we all start somewhere, or it could be 50,000 or 500,000. I don't know. But is this something they are interested in? If the answer is yes, then think about it. The reason I am so passionate about not doing virtual summits or doing them very, very rarely is that I saw the level of abuse that happened. And I know I'm throwing a big word out there. And maybe I should push it back, but I'm not going to. Reaching out to people and saying, if you will come and join this, we'd love to have you as a speaker. When really what you're saying is, I want to market to your audience, is a bait and a switch. I would rather someone walk up to me, email me, say, Mary, we really love your audience. We think we're in alignment with them and we want to get them to our summit. Would you be interested in partnering with us? I'll have that conversation. But inviting me to be a speaker because you love what I do. And then, oh, by the way, 
I need you to sell this to your audience is not a truthful thing. Now, for somebody who's been an event planner for many, many, many years and a tour producer, I always ask the talent to promote for us, not exclusively, but I would say, will you post? Will you mention to your audience you're doing this tour with us? Because we want to sell your tickets. We want to help sell this thing out. We need your help. There's nothing wrong with that. The difference is I often feel as if many virtual summits are all about growing an email list, growing a platform, upselling an item for $47. And I'm just going to be completely honest. I've been to many of them that just were not worth my time. The people were ill-prepared. It wasn't professional. And that's not who I want to be aligned with. So before you say yes, I want you to look at some of their historical work. Ask to see some of their previous videos. Can I have access to your last summit? Look and see what you think. Is it professional? Does it feel like something you want to be involved with? And then talk to the Lord. Because we don't make decisions outside of the counsel of the Holy Spirit. We don't make decisions outside of talking it over with Jesus Christ. Now, I'm not saying I haven't made decisions without the Holy Spirit. Oh, I have. They just end up being really poor ones. I want you to grow your speaking career. And I firmly believe you have everything within you to do that. If speaking in a virtual summit gets you in front of your audience and it is a fit for you and it is a passion for you and they're not taking your content and they're not asking you to be their marketing arm other than what's expected three or four posts over the course of a month or so, maybe one email to your email list. If that's a fit for you, then go for it. Choose wisely. Do your research. Make sure you are in alignment. All right. You have a great rest of your day. Bye for now. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, you will find links in the show notes. And those can be found wherever you're listening to this or at TakeTheStagePodcast.com. I'm Mary R. Snyder. And as always, I am here to help you craft a message that matters and take that message to the stage. Until next week, have a good one.